listeners, you join us again for another pubcast. This week's guest, uh, we're back in Britain this week, Mr. Josh Martin, also known as J Mar. He goes by many names, um, but we'll, we'll call him Josh today for the purposes of the podcast. Hey, Josh, how's it going? Hi, yeah, really good. Loving the lockdown. It's pissing down with um, with rain, so I thought I'd um, I piss it down with cider in my mouth. Keep it, keep it local. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Keep it local, keep it local. And Josh, is, um, he's, he's, he's a good uh, pub frequenter, and we've also got the added bonus of Josh has been a brewer for how many years, mate? Two or three? Not, yeah, I, I wouldn't class myself as a brewer, because people would probably, like, people that I've worked with would get pissed off, but I've, I've sort of learned how to do it. Um, yeah, I you've, you've worked breweries. in breweries, yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, um, for probably the total of about, like, two, two and a half years, something like that. Could you effectively do your own moonshine? No, well, I was... I, the thing is with, like, breweries, um, especially at the moment in the southwest, is that everyone's got to try and be different. So not necessarily moonshine, but, like, everyone's just trying to come up with their own unique ways of making these beers, trying to make them more popular to sell. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it... Like, the first brewery that I was working at was... Um, it was really fun. It was really low low scale. There's only about four of us at the maximum. Um, and the owner was just trying to be as wacky as possible with, with all of the beers. Um, the brewery was Glastonbury Ales, so, as you can imagine, like, you've got the opportunity to be as wacky as you want with it. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good fun. It's pretty stressful. I know Chris worked in the drinks industry. I don't don't know about you two, but nah. it's, it's pretty tough. There's so much competition for such a small area of pub and because obviously nobody drink drives in the southwest no so no one does, one does disclaimer everyone only <laughs> um, ever has no one. one point and gets behind an order i've never seen that i've never Chris seen is it. looking as if he's had a few more than one already <laughs> i'm not gonna comment <laughs> we only ever have one pint mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when he was talking about glastonbury ales being wacky and like flavors and stuff it felt like inside the factory with an uncle uncle <laughs> Yeah. Well, the, the Glastonbury it, wizard stirring the mash with his staff like yeah. that. <laughs> and the, the worst thing is, really is that, and I know he wouldn't have, if he if he does listen to this, which I doubt he would, but Dan, who was the head brewer there, um, was kind of like a hairy Oompa Loompa. Um, <laughs> so it did kind of make sense. What's the, what's the secret yeah. ingredient to this one? <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> just sprinkle yeah. it in. <laughs> With a little bit of fat man sweat. <laughs> oh, good. There we go. Getting off to a lovely start. Um, how, how have you guys been, Narlin and uh, Gareth? You, you guys been good since we last spoke? Uh, I woke up at midday today. Classic. Um, it's been a solid start, uh, and I've started my day with a bit of Future Proof West Coast IPA from Brewdog. Oh, nice. I can make that. I know. 6.2%. It's very nice. Good. And that's that's my day, mate, and then I'm here. It's it, There's nothing to do. I, I, I know exactly how Laurie felt when we told him to start that podcast at four o'clock, and there's nothing to do but start drinking as soon as you wake up. So. <laughs> here I am, boys. Good work. Fair play. A great well, advert for, for your mid-twenties. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it won't Get last up. for long though, Narlin. We're back in soon, man. Oh, that is well. Yeah, let's be yeah, fair. Yeah. He does fuck all at work, so it will still carry on. So you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how about you, Gareth? How's things Gareth, in the it's, it's good. It just, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. It just feels like the dream's over now. Lockdown's slowly getting torn away from us again yeah <laughs> when when the date's been given it it sucks it does it? everything's gearing oh, up have again got, have you got a i mean date the local shopping center was packed yeah next 6th of july oh, yeah oh, oh there we go 
Here we go. Yeah, the dream's over, man. <laughs> I've got to wait until I'm like 75 now. <laughs> Did get shopping centre, people pack it into that bad boy. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's wow. all it's all picked up again. It really is outside, um, desperate times, outside River it? Island or wherever it is. Oh, it oh, is. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's weirdly they haven't got a Primark in there. But well, got... give it three yeah. months, I'm sure they bloody will. With the way yeah. it's going at the moment, there's a mile yeah. queue outside of Taunton in a town where we're a, from. A mile. a mile. It went all all the way down the high street. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's I, got I, anything else to do, is it? Comfort in the queue. The well, the way things are going, Primark will very soon be the Harrods of the high street. Like, oh, look at her. <laughs> I think it already time. is, to be honest, mate. <laughs> how bad things are down here. <laughs> 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 Cracking. So um, yeah. let's jump right into it. So, as you know, we're doing three of your favourite pubs that can be from anywhere. They can even be international. We don't mind. Um, your top three. Should we? What should we do today, Gareth? You can make the decision. Are we going to go with the favourite pub first or the favourite pub last? I think last. I think it's more exciting to build that, up. Yeah, build that anticipation. I, yeah, I've got such a good experience to share with yeah. you all, dear listeners. <laughs> oh, don't so, don't overplay it, man. Don't overplay it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, cool. So, Josh, um, your your third favourite pub in the whole wide world, then, mate. Uh, so my third, I hope that my dear friend Will that you had on hasn't already said this, but um, it's a pub called Eli's, otherwise known as the Rose and oh, Crown, which is Eli's in, um, is back. Eli's is back. Yeah, yeah. We've had Eli's. I realised, you know, there's one thing I realised about because um, Will did say that pub, and all you have to do is Google that pub, Eli and the Rose and Crown, and you get yeah. where the town is. He was trying to hide where you all live and hang out. But when he, he gave the name Langport, of the pub, I don't, and I can understand why he tries to hide himself. Because oh my god, you've just given the name but... of it. This is what we do. Yeah, let's do this um, episode before Will, so then it's just. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he's definitely a lot more funnier than me, so that would work. But yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, Eli. No, what's interesting, Josh? Um, Will's favorite pub happened to be the Rose and Crown. He put that in last. Yeah. Is it is it your is it Josh, is it your third favourite pub because your mate drank a pint of piss there? Ah, you're you're (laughs) confusing Elos with Kelways, Gareth. Yeah. Two different different locations. But you're close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he's old. No, I mean Eli's (laughs) is great. It's like literally it's just so rustic and old is what I like about it. The landlord's really cool. You can get away with pretty much anything there, to be honest. Like they, yeah, they're quite, they're quite loose on on the ropes, especially when you've got someone like Will there with you. Because even if they say don't do it, he's going to do it, so it doesn't matter. Like I remember one of the, it wasn't actually too long ago. Um, it might have even been Will's birthday last year that we were having loads of drinks up there. And basically, inside the pub, it's um, there's no bar, so it's you walk up into. It's almost I, the best way to describe it is almost like a mini a mini cellar really. There's no there's no bar line to stop the customers from the pub uh, from the staff. Sorry, I think back in the day it was more of a case that you just had a pot. You put your money in for a pint. You put the money into a pot and you pour your own pint, which I I love the idea of that. Um, but one of the funniest moments I remember at Eli's was um, outside. You had a load of benches outside and it's like in the summer it's perfect it's a lovely place to be and um <laughs> there was a playground opposite the benches okay this is and taking some dark territory will... now 
Oh god. <laughs> it was yeah, a balmy summer day and I was watching the children frolic on the playground. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I I went to my neighbours earlier today just to explain the situation. Now I'm joking. But... <laughs> um and basically Will ended up having way too many pints, which is quite frequent, and ended up throwing up in the playground, um, which was it was just the typical thing. We didn't really think much off of it. Were you on were you doing rides when he threw up or he just ran to the playground to throw up? Yeah, he wasn't like on the spinning round about. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to put it past. If anyone. Chun in centrifuge. What are you doing, science? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Science. I'm testing a theory on gravity propulsion. What, you're riding the fucking horse with your spring on it? Yes. <laughs> He falls yeah. off my um, research. You've got to get me out of Langport, son. <laughs> But he, um, yeah, he threw up in this playground and oh, we were all taking the piss out of him for a while. And then a couple of families come outside the pub <laughs> and went into the playground. <laughs> and we were just all sat on the closest bench towards this playground like, oh my fucking God, Jesus. what is going to go on here? Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they noticed it anyway. But I mean, Christ, the amount of stories that I could tell you about that pub. But it's it's just wicked. If you're ever in Somerset, that's definitely one of the pubs that I say you have to go. As like a well, I think you've got you've got to give us at least at least one more story. But unfortunately, the famous story has been taken on two occasions. Half a pig with two eyes has already been discussed. Yes. So if you can give us another um, story well, from the famous Eli's that doesn't involve sort of cutting a piece of pork in half, then we're good. Well, <laughs> when does I a have... pig become pork? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I have got a story, but I'm going to do a bit of promotion for you guys and marketing. Is that my story entails? The last question that we, that you guys are going to ask me, so I'm gonna I want the I want the listeners to wait until okay. the end because that story will come okay. and it is yeah it's quality cool. But I don't so want to can, ruin the so last can one. Chris answer my question, seeming as he's the farming representative? When does a pig become pork? Yeah, when does when does a pig become pork? I think a pig becomes pork. <laughs> that is an interesting theory because although the pig might be dead, it still might be. I guess when you when a you pig. fill it, I guess when you fill it, because you don't you don't go, oh my god, there's a pig's head. Well, you do. You go, there's a pig's head. You don't go, oh my god, there's a piece of pork with eyes. But if it's filleted, <laughs> then it's pork. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, if if a pig's so if, what, a, so if a pig's, a pig if a pig's alive, you break into its pen and go, ham, tasty. You're fucking mental. You're not going, oh, a bit of yeah. undercooked pork scratching. So I think probably it has to be dead. See, actually, actually, Chris, I just want to point out, people are listening. They didn't hear when you said tasty that you did an eating gesture. <laughs> yeah, so I licked it, yeah. You've broken tasty. Tasty bit of... That's a tasty-looking swine. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Why don't you just ask the pig? You, I mean, that's... Well, don't Chris? just fucking ask me like I know. Like, Nolan suggests, why don't you ask the pig? Oh, Chris will know the answer to that. I think anyone with a functioning <laughs> fucking is. brain knows the answer to that. Because it, because it was half a pig with two eyes, and obviously pigs can't speak, you could have just said, well, wink with your left, or wink with your right. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you still know. So I didn't realise this was going to descend into some fucking yokel conversation, like, ah, oh, well, when's a pig a pork? I don't know, ask it, maybe it'll wink at you, because it can't speak back. It's like a fucking mental home tonight. You are a shit farmer, Chris. If I've got to be honest, I think a pig becomes a pork when you put it in a pie. 
That's going to be my Ooh. definition. That's like a tongue yeah. twister. A triple yeah. P. Yeah. That's like an actor's warm-up. Exactly. <laughs> when the pig yeah, becomes the pork in the pork pie. pie. Yeah. The pig in the pork in the pie. Yeah, the pig exactly. in the pork in the pie. <laughs> the pig we pork went. pie. Donated wink with both his eyes. <laughs> that could be your jingle. Do you remember on our way to our little um, cabin near Stoke, we went through Moulton Mowbray, and do you remember they had the um, the World Pork Pie Museum? Like, all, all yeah, brown the pork pie museum. No ready. way. Yeah, seriously. You go to Moulton Mowbray, and there's the Pork Pie Museum. All signposted up, nice. suggesting that people are going, oh, that, where is that, it? I can't find it. Oh, thank God, a sign. So enough people are going to warrant signage. Nice. And I think once you've seen, I don't know... Mm. Maybe twelve pork pies. <laughs> you've sort of, you've sort of reached pork pie visual saturation. You've seen them all, you know? really, like, haven't you? Yeah. So I, was, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The potential to do decorative pork pies is amazing. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> is just, just, just pastry, isn't it? You could go extreme. Gareth's just booked a fucking holiday. Well, have you seen the first it's... pork pie? Which is going to oh, be a replica. You can tell you guys are Zoomers. What about the pork pie with, with the minced um, pickle in it and stuff? All right, well, Gareth, we'll take you one, <laughs> yeah. though. I've given up oh, on pork pies. They're a bit um, 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 healthy for my age. <laughs> there you, you go. Use your, your pensioner discount. <laughs> yeah, basically. You could even get no. a free bus up there, to be honest, Gareth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I want everybody to know I'm an attractive middle-aged man rather than an old-age pensioner. <laughs> Yeah. I've only known Gareth for about, what, 15 minutes? I'm sorry, mate. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you this, we're never meeting in person. This is the last time we meet. Oh, yeah. we had that, we had that trip to the pie factory sorted, Gareth. God, boy. As long as it's not in Somerset. No, no, this is it, this... I'm never coming to Somerset. I quite like the... Uh... You will. Oh, you the, will. You, you'll mark those words, boy. You'll, you'll rue that day. You'll be coming down here, boy. Because um, you can get, as well, like, in lieu of wedding cakes up there you can get a fucking pork pie now that has to be the most northern shit going aside from offering your guests a fucking oh, free do, do i want a wedding cake no i want a pork <laughs> pie with some pickles in it because my nan will love that on my wedding day <laughs> yeah but a giant a giant pie that you could cut and hand out in slices i want a piece of pie auntie me but i think the only oh, way that i'd do that is if i had a pork pie cut it open there'd be two eyes in the middle that would be the only way that I'd One of them winked. One of them winked. What does it mean? Go ask the wizard. He's busy brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so third, um, we've got, once again, he's he's getting a bit cult cult hero now, Eli's, the old Rosen crown. This is getting, it's getting Brilliant pub. pubcast famous. Can I just ask something, actually, before we go on to second pub? How many pubs are there in this village town thing? In Langport, there's technically, I need to count, so um, because a couple of them have opened and closed, but at the moment, there's only two. I think there's three. Um, okay, so it's not much competition, really. Well, there was. So the, the, the limited geogra- geographical <laughs> yeah, area you all live in. R- Rose and Crown, do... and then you've got Red Lion, and then you've got that... Well, it depends your definition of pub, because there's a, there's a hotel that the has... Swan. like a, It pretends to be a restaurant, but it's just a pub in a town that's just inflated mm. its fucking Basically, in Langport, it went like this. You had Kelways, which was... Um, I'm, I think Stotty spoke about this before, so I won't go into too much of it, but Kelways was the pub... Yeah, Kel- Kelways is the one that definitely didn't serve underage exactly. drinkers. So, so um, you had that. That was shut down for reasons that I'm not going to go into. Um, Inside the factory! <laughs> you had the Black Sea... Okay, 
You had the black. You guys, the, you guys. Sorry. By the way, the halfway house has four point seven on Google. The Rose and Crown only has four point six. Well, mm. if I may on this. Oh, here we go. Firstly, the halfway house is not in Langport. It's in a little village called Pitney. There's a. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> you see how it very quickly um, very quickly all gets very yeah. tribal so <laughs> nah you're not claiming that mate going back to that the Black Swan which is in Langport is just one of those pubs where it's very mediocre the owner's um, <laughs> an absolute bellend and um, and I, the only people that drink in there really is just because they're not socially accepted into Eli's so um, which I think is quite a fair comment. Then you've got the... I mean, you're, yeah, you're yeah. pretty right um, But Eli's is just the place to go. In Langport or even the surrounding area, Eli's is, is just the pub. So if you're in Langport, in Somerset, listeners, yeah, Eli's. you need to go there. And it's pretty cheap as well. I think it's like, what was it, £3.40 a pint? Something like that. Not, Not bad. bad. Mm. Pour it yourself. Okay, nice. Well, I'm glad you explained that. There we go. In answer, in answer to your question, Gareth, two yeah. pubs, maybe <laughs> so three, the... if you count restaurants. Yeah. very defensive on <laughs> that. <laughs> here's, here's a fun fact for you then um, mm. Jmart the village we live in Western Zoland how many people is it is it a thousand no it's got to be more than that now I'd probably say it's about three thousand but it's like you know it's it's very much a village yeah. isn't it and it's got currently one pub I didn't know do you know, it used to have three pubs. I definitely knew it. I used to have two, um, but I didn't know about three. Yeah. Wow. It used to be three. One up near Bussick Square and then one up near, um, literally come out of the shop and turn left. Yeah. Can I can I ask days. you guys one more question, yeah. actually? Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Floor's yours. Yeah. What's the name of the street the Rose and Crown's on? Um, oh, that's an interesting one. Uh, I th- it's, cause the thing is, me and Chris went to school around the corner there, which is annoying. I am going to show... Gonna... Um, you spent more time in Eli's than school. It's an A road. It's definitely an A road. I'm trying Some, to think of I'm what I'm going to do something now. Okay. I, prob- I know it leads, it leads to the A303. Listeners, if you get this, um, Chris will send you a personalised video thanking you for your if you get this answer. Chris will send <laughs> you a video. I've got it on my video. screen. How do you pronounce that? Uh, I'm tr- I want to say it's, it's not. No, I was going to say Muchinley Road, but I, I think I'm just chatting out of my ass. <laughs> but um, I'm not sure. Well, you say how do you to... pronounce? I don't know. You need to show us. No one yeah. Really oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to share it now. Oh, it's Hewish Episcopy. Yeah, of course. That's. It's like a little part of a town in a town, okay. I guess, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's Hewish. Josh, mate, do you, want to tell, uh, do you want to tell Gareth the name of our uh, secondary school, the full name? It makes us sound a lot posher than we were when we say, oh, oh yes, sorry. we received our uh, secondary education at... So, if you ask me in year seven and eight what our school was, it's Hewish Episcopy. But if you ask me in, I think it's 10 or 11, um, because year nine, I don't know what I was doing, but 10 <laughs> and 11 would be, it's, oh... It's uh, the Hewish Episcopy Academy, uh, the first in the UK, actually. Hewish Episcopy Academy. Academy, which makes it sound a lot more fucking like, oh, it does sound like the biggest upper-class shit heap you've ever yeah. heard. Hewish Episcopy Academy. But it sounds like it was named by somebody who couldn't pronounce stuff and was a bit drunk. Hewish well, Episcopy Academy. is around the corner, so it makes sense. <laughs> well, that sounds about right. <laughs> just sounds like, to be honest... The, the more I hear about your area of Somerset, the less likely I am to go there, to be honest. Every new thing I find out, it makes it mildly disturbing. Yes, boys. <laughs> it makes it just a bit more scary. And we haven't even finished this podcast yet. You're fucked after the end of this, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to Somerset. Okay, number two. <laughs> well, let's see if we can I'm freak out Gareth a little bit more then. Number two, yeah, right. Number two. I need to remember this. This pub, it's called the Cafe... 
Kingfisher in Amsterdam. There's a, few, a lot of reasons why I like this. Um, I've been to Amsterdam twice. Uh, the first time we went, we basically spent every night for about five days in this pub. And the owner, I'm, I feel bad because I can't remember his name, but I mean, it's not like he's going to be insulted, I guess, is he? But um, <laughs> You never know. But ev Yeah, you never know. But every night... Um, he always used to end up giving us like a round of shots or a bottle of champagne or something like that because we spent so much time in there and um, everyone was just so cool. It was just really easy. You could do what you want in there again. Obviously, Amsterdam, you, yeah, you just sort of go outside if you needed five minutes uh, chilling, shall we say. You could go out there. Someone would always have a joint or something like that that you could just get on to. Um, <laughs> but the best bit about it is that on the second time we went back, we stayed. Um, I went with with Will and a couple of other friends, and um, we went into that pub, and 12 months on, as soon as I walked in, he recognised me straight away, oh. came over and gave me a massive hug, and was like, oh my god. And said, get the yeah. fuck out. Get the fuck out, you Somerset <laughs> basically. <laughs> you Jewish, no, um... fucking educated bastard, get the fuck out of here. Ah, it's Academy, oh. actually. Jewish <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah come um, on, it's Academy, darling. Yeah, we, uh, I went in there, he gave me a hug, you know, we had a little catch-up, and um, we all sat at the table. When he came out and gave us two bottles of champagne and sat and had a drink with us, and then we had a few drinks there. And um, I, I don't know, it's just, it's amazing how ignorant pub owners are in this in this country, I've got to say. Because like, a lot of the time that I spent in the brewing trade is that I was selling to pubs, and this guy, I don't know what we should call him, what should we call him? Example for this, the owner of this Amsterdam pub. I don't know what should we um, should call him without being uh, Robin Robin Van Persie. Robin Van Persie, yeah. So Van Persie, <laughs> um, it was just the way he was so welcoming, you know. I, I have I have questions. Then are we are we talking? Because like I love I don't know about Gareth and Narlin, but I love European bar cafe culture. Yes. Yeah, like it's okay to turn up on your own with and, a book and just sit and down. a nine percent beer and just no one. Like you do that here, people are like, who's the fucking weirdo reading his book mm -hmm. in the pub over there? It's like, no, that's cool. That's what yeah, you I do. Cafe culture, yeah. I love all that. So cafe, cafe Kingfisher, is it that sort of thing? Or are we talking about? It's, it's, it, please say it's not one of those horrible British Irish pub knockoffs. Nah, not at all. I like literally. We were probably the definitely the first cool. time I went. I can't really remember the second time that much, but we were literally like the only English people in there. Um, and it was more of a case that they wanted oh, to talk to cool. you rather than you talk to them um, and just understand yeah, why yeah. you're here. Most people just go, oh, why are you in Amsterdam? You like to smoke? You like to smoke? And that was probably what it was most of the and time. And you nod. Yeah. But not Van Persie. Yeah. Van Persie was, was true to the cause. <laughs> no. no. Van Persie, he's, he's clean to see Van Persie, he was looking for a sponsor for his new football team, if I can remember rightly. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I was going to go on to talk about one of the Amsterdam incidents, if I may, if we've got enough time. Yeah, okay. So, when we weren't at the Kingfisher, which, by the way, if you ever go into Amsterdam, it's round the corner from the Heineken experience. I wouldn't recommend the Heineken experience. I second that motion. absolute waste of money. I got paid to look at malt and wheat and things like that, and, and I had to fucking pay to look at it, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> um, but basically, in Amsterdam, you can go on the canals. Everyone knows the canals. You can rent a boat or, you know, the little pedalos. I think ours was just, well, the shittiest one they gave us, I guess. I think you pay, like, 20 euros for every hour, or if you didn't pay, if you didn't come back with it after four hours, 
is that you just have to pay 50 euros, you get it for the whole day. So we were like, well, 50 euros, then we'll just take it out for the whole day. We went into shop, got a load of beers, went into a cafe, got a load of pre-rolls. And after going up and down the canal for God knows how long, we ran out of pre-rolls. Um, and it was my turn to buy. So has anyone, have you guys ever been to Amsterdam? No, I've not been. I've, I've had many friends that have been, so I know their stories, but I haven't personally yep, been. I've been. The best thing, the canals are great, but what a lot of people don't realise is the waters, the water to the top of the wall is quite a long way, and it's something that I misjudged, and basically I, we put the pedalo to the edge of the canal, and I put my hands up on the brick wall to try and push myself out. Mm. When I did that, I pushed the pedalo back, so... Out to sea. Out to, out to the canal, out to sea. <laughs> so it ended that I was just hanging off of this wall... I mean, Christ, I was, I don't know how, I, I was never going to get up it. I was just hanging. My friends left me for dead. Um, <laughs> Leave him, it's, it's over, and it's done. And I couldn't done. hold on any longer, and I fell. Yeah, and I, I, I fell straight into the canal. I hit a shopping cart on my way down, which, it was gruesome. There's two worst bits about it. One is the amount of tourism, or tourist uh, boats that were just going by. People shouting in different languages, probably water cunt or you idiot, you know. Um, the horns tooting, everything like that. And uh, the worst bit, I had a brand new iPhone, £300 worth. I had about €200 Euros in my pocket um, and a pouch of backy. I love I that is the most British opinion. I'm going, I'm falling the river. People are going by and they're shouting in foreign languages and they're probably saying, what a cunt. That's the British mindset. Because we think they're going, what a cunt. They might be going, oh, God, that poor man. Help him. Phone someone. But the British mind goes, they're going, oh, you fucking wanker. And then he has an yeah. expensive iPhone. You wanker, yeah. Save his phone. It's 300 quid. Wanker. Let him fall in the drink. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just they all could be as nice as, as, as Van Persie, yeah. but nah, they're all, they're all shattered. For all we know, they were trying to yeah, help. Van... <laughs> this one twat, he threw a fucking orange ring yeah, at that's me. that's because he felt like a cunt, yeah. that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Brits abroad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Van Persie was a legend, but yeah, I mean, I recommend Amsterdam to anyone that hasn't been. Can I just can I just jump in there? Go for Google it. is going against your voting at the moment. The um, Rosen Crown came in at 46 this one comes in at 4.3 on Google. Oh! oh. You're against oh, them public boy. opinion. Oh, wow. boy. Google can sue me if they want to, but that's my opinion. Can you pull it off with <laughs> yeah. your favourite pub? Are we going for a straight five stars? I doubt it. I reckon we're going to get it at 3.6 oh, on Google. Oh, shade. Oh, it's ours, it's... This is why you don't give an old man technology. They start to learn. Yeah. I finally learned how to use Google. Now I'm fucking rolling with it. <laughs> so, you, you better have a good number one up your sleeve, right. mate. I mean, my, my number one is, is, is the obvious. It's the local. It's, ne it's never going to be any different. Um, oh, hang on, hang so, on on that. Uh, hang on, hang on on that one, because I've, I've still got quizzing. Ah, oh, he's on. Go for it. Uh, Cafe Kingfisher question. What are you drinking? What's your tipple? And if you say Heineken, mm. I'll throttle you. I've got to admit, they. I'm pretty sure I wasn't drinking Heineken for two reasons. I think what, after I went to the Heineken factory, I thought these guys ain't getting any more of my fucking money. They've already got <laughs> enough money off them. And I've just stared at some fucking malt. And got sprayed with water. And to be honest, Chris, he kept getting champagne off the guy. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so he obviously wasn't just drinking Heineken, because yeah. he must yeah. have been spending Sam a fortune. He's like, there, oh, he's 
Deacon Heineken. I bet he's going to love champagne. Josh, Josh <laughs> walks in. Hello, <laughs> sir. You'll find his Dom Perignon, please. Hey, Amstel. Amstel. Oh, head, man. But... Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> that was me thinking we were going to get a nice little European brewery. I think it was Amstel. No, I'm going to say Amstel. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Really sell us yeah. number one. Paint a lovely picture for us. Right, I'm going to paint it for you now, listeners. It is the last battle that was ever fought in the UK happened in our in the village that me and Chris grew up in in Western Zoyland. You need to specify it's the last battle. battle of oh, sorry, no, the last the last battle fought on British soil. Can I make clear? Um, I can't remember the year. 1686? A few years ago now. I we'll just want that. to point out that Narlin has a hell of a battle every every mid-afternoon when he has to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, <come> on, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> just, I think the last battle was That's at true. midday yeah, today. Cool. We nearly lost this one, boys. Yeah. Have you got any soil in your bed? Because technically then that'll be a, a battle on British soil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> B&Q's open, right? Yeah. yeah. So this pub, I mean, it's just down the road from where I live at the moment. It's great. Um, it's just one of those typical Somerset local pubs. You get the two or three locals that are in there every day drinking the same shit. Even if the beer's off, they still drink it. I don't know. They're fucking deluded, but they still do it. And I've got to admit, it's gone through a lot of tough times. It's owned by a company called Enterprise, if anyone knows that. I think they're the biggest pub them. company now. and They've just been bought out by... Ah, um, oh, it's going to escape me now. The, the pub company that bought them out. Because Enterprise who are a massive pub chain in the UK. They went through a load of, um, obviously, bad profits or whatever, so they got bought out. I can't remember who it's by. So we've had some really wishy-washy owners. One guy would be, you know, snorting cocaine off the bar at five in the morning. I'm not going to mention his name, and he'll know who it is if he ever listens to it. <laughs> not half a pig. <laughs> not half a pig. No. no. Not half a pig. <laughs> and they've had some really good ones and... And, and stuff like that but um, I, the best story that I've got about this pub what was the name of the pub again what's it called yeah again? we didn't quite catch the name it, the Sedgemore Inn sorry the Sedgemore Inn so that's um, S-E-D-G-E-M-R-R-O-R yeah. I'm pretty sure Sedgemore Inn might have been yeah so is yeah, it in I, West, I don't... Western Zooland <laughs> <laughs> There's one in Western Zooland. Yeah, we might as well call it Zooland because there was a fat landlord there. We might as well have had a bloody hippo there. He could, might as well be in a zoo. Oh, it is that one, isn't it? <laughs> is it the one? Is yeah. it the one Bridgewater? Yeah. 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 Western Zoyland or something. Oh my world. god! Oh my god! Anyway, carry on, and I'll I'll jump in with the Google. Go for Google. It. Um, okay. God, one of the best stories. There's been a lot. Uh, we had somebody that was uh, he was drink driving, and when the owner of the pub said, "Do you want to? You know, you've got you've got to go home." Instead of him saying, "All right, thanks for letting me know," and not phoning the fifty, I won't get arrested. Um, he decided to just drive up and down the pub, pissed in his car. And I've got to bear in mind that the the road which this pub is on is one of the busiest roads in our area, definitely. Um, he was just driving up and down the pub, shouting abuse at everyone, really drunk, until the police turned up, must have been 20 minutes later, uh, blocked him in and arrested him. So um, good riddance to that guy. But the funniest story that I've got, it's got to be, I think it was, ah, uh, Christ, New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve or something like that one year, a couple of years ago. And um, my mum likes drinking down there a lot um i think she's even on the fucking book she drinks down there that much but, um <laughs> basically she went to go and sit down with a full glass of wine in the hand and i thought it would be a good idea to pull the chair away from her because me and mum have this banter you know and it's <laughs> all, like, it all works well in the end sitcom. <laughs> yeah exactly 
Um, so I pulled, <laughs> so I pulled the chair away from her, and she obviously just decked it. Yeah, hit the ground yeah. like a sack of potatoes. The wine glass hit the bottom, smashed, and went in her face. So she had glass in her eye, and she also hit her head on the like the wooden framing by one of the boxes, um, which are in there. And I've I've never had that before, where about thirty people in a pub just automatically turn against you, like within a like the click of your fingers, they just turn. And it was um Oh, I was saying it's crazy yeah, that isn't it how you can um, you can pull a bar stool away from your mother, smash her on the table, and everyone's against you. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I was say, the <laughs> the on, on British soil was that incident of, of Josh <laughs> pulling away his mum and him having a fight Western Soil and Civil well. War. <laughs> That night, I must have said, I had a lot of first ever experiences because it was the first time I've ever been kicked out of a pub and then invited back half an hour later. So it was... That's because you were providing half the yeah, profit, I, mean, I Well, yeah, mum definitely was, so, but, yeah. Has your mum forgiven you yet? I, I guess so. <laughs> she said to me, never do it again. Funny okay. that. Which I, I didn't promise that I wouldn't, so, Yeah. <laughs> But in all fairness, actually, I forgot to say that she sucker punched me. Um, she did punch me pretty hard after that. So it was, yeah. I think I learned my lesson there and then. That's good. That that is I'm a very local pub. <laughs> that is. Do you want to know the um? Do you want to know um the Google score? Do you want to have a guess at the Google? Oh, I probably. I'm going to say about two, two and yeah, a half. Yeah, two point seven. No, yeah. he has dropped because um the Rosen Crown was six point uh, four point six. And then the Kingfisher 4. was 4.3. And the next one is actually 4.0. <laughs> well, so it's gone down 3.3 right. every that's one. Consistent. Yeah. But they have got a review that says awful, awful, awful. I think that was I but, think my mum put that up when I dropped the chair on it. <laughs> <laughs> Surge. I've got quite fond memories of it. We, me and Chris went, and we 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 somehow ended up. We played a trivia game in the corner, and we ended up hosting it to the entire pub in the afternoon. <laughs> that is, got that's quite correct. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, Narlin, yeah. Narlin, how old were you in 2013? Uh, about 16, 17. Okay, you might have been the reason this pub was uh, awful, awful, maybe, awful. Then maybe. Oh, that's God. the year of that review. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty awful. Um, we haven't discussed, um, certainly round here, I mean, we've seen it like Skitlin round here, Jamar, for you and me. There's always been a round mm. ball made of wood, a bit like bowling, and you hit nine wooden pins down. Basically rural bowling. Yeah. Right? And me and Narlin have been on our travels, and when we encountered Skitling, didn't we, in Stoke-on-Trent at the Cricketer's Arms? Oh, the Cricketer's Arms, yeah. Do you, do you want to talk uh-huh. us through that particular experience, Narlin? Because that still blows my mind to this day. The, the Skittle Alley... <laughs> Or you're talking about the other game that I can't remember quite. This what when it was. I, and I, I feel really bad because I can never remember his name. I want to say John, but he just turns to the bar and goes, "Oh, Skittlin, is it? I'll show you how to play Skittles." Oh, but that oh, they had their own Skittles, didn't they? Yeah, it was like something. Ah, out of yes, a, it was like something out of a movie. What they brought their own Skittles? Mate, this is really going to fuck with you, J Mark. Like, the wooden no, Skittles they so, brought their so own ones. Now, nah, mate, you get know, ready for this. It's going to piss me what off. What you guys know as Skittles <laughs> is what I know as bowling, right? So when I can't remember what started this conversation, but Chris mentioned the word Skittles, and then this old man, like the like like the start of a movie, where this guy gives you a quest, just turned around, Skittles, is it? And then. 
He didn't. Nothing prompted him. Nothing more than the word Skittles triggered him like a sleeper agent. And and then he dragged us along to the other side of the pub, round the corner. And there was this like table, which a bit smaller than a, than like a kid's pool table. He like lifts it open, and there was a giant like stick, like antenna that just sticks out of it with a thread and like what is effectively like a, a like a conker or like a. What's the thing that Miley Cyrus swings on in, in Wrecking Ball? A Wrecking Ball? It's basically a Wrecking Ball. Fuck it out. Oh, my it's God. a Wrecking Ball on a stick, and then a couple of other <laughs> skittles, like sk- pins on the other end of the table, and you've got to hit like a 90-degree throw, throw the Wrecking Ball, and it's got to come around and swing and hit the skittles. That's what their skittles Yeah, it was, was. mad. And they, they, they put them up like we know skittles in the diamond formation, but they were about the size of your little finger. Mm. And they sat on this wooden table, right. like no bigger than a school desk. Poles erect, the swing chain balls on. You just swung the chain and knocked up. You went, oh, ah, uh, skittles. I'll play skittles. And I'm looking <laughs> at the side of the pub going, you ain't got a fucking skittle alley. Like, what are you on about? And then this table, yeah. my mind was blown. And I've been I've been in Nottingham before, no, Northampton before on the piss. And someone said, oh, I want to have a game of skittles, young man. And he erected the pins, but they were about the size of your forearm. And he got out these wooden pucks. You stood about three metres away and you just hucked the pucks. Like that is just a bar fight waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah. Just Well, exactly. And I just it's just ridiculous what you're it's... doing. Don't take it away from the southwest. You're skittling. Well, I've just... Make your own fucking game. What's huck the puck? Huck the puck. Like throw the wooden puck at these at these skittles. Okay. Yeah, from about three metres. This should away. be the name of the game. Huck the puck. Yeah. I want to go play hook the puck huck later. Ah uh, me wife, I better. Does hook... huck mean chuck? Throw. Yeah, huck, yeah. Huck means chuck. <laughs> I never, I've never heard that word in those terms. Okay. There we go. Well, what blew my mind is that Skittles is obviously associated with, like, hurling a ball down an alley. Yeah. So how have they, like, just lived in a world where bowling hasn't existed and not made the association to call that game, like, Wrecking Ball? Well, I think, I, I if I can put this out, I think because Skittles is much different in the fact that every time that I play Skittles, and I'm sure every boy or, and girl, I should make that clear, in Somerset has has done um, pickups for Skittles. So basically you'd have all the 40, 50-year-old men and women on a Wednesday night getting pissed, throwing uh, a ball at some wood, and then you'd have this 14-year-old boy or girl behind who would have to take cover when the balls get hit, and then they'd have to run quickly, and all the Skittles that have been hit have to get thrown to the back, and you have to throw the ball down a... What would you call it? Just even... Yeah, just down a... Just down a little hatch... And then it comes back to the top. Sounds like the, the battle is still being lived on at the Sedgwick, man. This is never <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I, in all fairness, I think it's like a, being a ball boy for Skittles. I think I got paid £6 for about three hours' work, and I might have got a glass of lemonade afterwards. And maybe like a, a an old sausage roll <laughs> if the guys didn't eat it when they were playing Skittles. Well, that's because it was being so, made out yeah. the back, in the back of a pickup truck, fresh. Well, I think it was pro- it was probably only half of one because they had to cut the, cut the uh, two eyes out of it, I imagine. <laughs> but... So, yeah, so we've, we've gone down in the Google ratings, but Josh's ratings are Eli's, which we've had. We've got the Cafe Kingfisher in Amsterdam just down from the Heineken Brewery, and then we've got the old Sedgemore Inn, or famously known as The Sedge. Mm. So I'm going to ask you, what's your craziest pub story, Jamar? 
I'm going to be a bit different with this one because it entails a lot of different pubs, but it's one one day, if that makes Ooh, sense. The crew. So I can't remember what year it was. It must have been my 20th or my 19th or something like that. We um, organised to go on a pub crew. So my mum and dad bought us a minivan and a driver to go around for the day. And we had about 12, 13 seats, whatever it was, in this minivan. Um, so we just decided to go on loads of different pubs around the area. Where we live, I'd probably say, what, in a 10-mile radius, there's probably about, well, probably about 10 pubs, actually. It would probably make sense to say that, wouldn't it, Chadams? A uh, good 10 pubs on our crew, yeah, about that. Yeah. So uh, the first pub that we went to was Eli's. It just got out of hand there. Has, has anyone played the penny game? Uh, we saved the queen from God save the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not push penny. I, I guess it's all the same sort of names, but yeah, you throw a, a penny in someone's pint. Oh, no, no. Then they have to down that pint. What's push penny, Gareth? No. Push penny is when you play sort of football. So you, it's impossible to explain, but you basically have three shots across the table. Oh, and you've got to get the penny half across the edge of their table. Yeah, and flick it up and then have a yes. shot in yeah, goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. A cool game. I never knew that. that. That game requires a lot um, of skill. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give yeah, you a game so... next time we meet. Oh, the gauntlet's been laid down. Okay, carry so, yeah, on. Sorry, Josh. Uh, so we were doing this penny game. I don't know why it kicked off in the first pub. It was a really bad idea. Hindsight is a bitch, isn't it? But it was a really bad idea. The first person to be sick was, funnily enough, it was Will. Will Stott, you've had on the podcast. I'm going to make sure that his name's bright and light. <laughs> I love it. I don't think he even sank three beers before he threw up um, at the first pub on, on this piss-up. So that This happened. isn't the same night where he threw up outside that... In the children's playground, is it? On the oh no no the no, century. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That was just a casual Thursday afternoon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. When the kids are playing after nursery, he just goes and throws up. Enjoy my salmon I had last night. <laughs> does he like? Does he enjoy throwing up? He does it a lot. Uh, yeah, I think he yeah, does. I think I think it's fifty fifty. I think he enjoys it. Okay. I do. Mm. So basically, we ended up going on like a small little route, and we ended up in Weatherspoons in Street, which is called the Landkay. For those of you just just to fill you in, there um, Street is Glastonbury's bastard sister. Um, not quite Glastonbury, but for mm. all intents and purposes, Glastonbury without the hippies. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we had a couple of pints in there. Uh, Chadams and I, our good friend Toby, um, I told him earlier that he's going to be rinsed on this podcast <laughs> because it's a lot of it is about him. Um, he threw up, basically, do you know, like with a lot of weather spoons, you have the downstairs and then you seem to have to walk up to fucking heaven to go to the toilet. Yeah. Um, it was one of those. He got halfway up the stairs and threw up all over the stairs and then carried on throwing up until we got to the sink in the bathroom. Um, apologies to the listeners if you're, you know, listening. If you had to clean Eating this. your lunch. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, he threw up in the sink and then Stotty followed him in throwing up in the sink, which is always a good thing. And the penny game was constantly going on at this point as well. So the penny game never stopped from the first pub and I think by this point we were probably about six or seven pubs Um, and then we went to a pub which is near street called Compton Dundon I need to say that right because it sounds like a bad word if I say it wrong and Toby didn't even make it into the pub he threw up at the front door of this pub like he literally went to walk in and just was sick everywhere absolutely everywhere so we didn't even get a chance to buy a pint Uh, the landlord came over seen what had happened and rightfully so kicked us all off but the best thing about this does anyone live in Nolan you live in London I, I live just it. outside but I've, I've basically lived yeah. all my life in London I used to right so you need to look up um, after we'd done this pub crawl 
we went back to Langport and we found out that there was this party going on in, I think it's North Curry. It's like this little village outside of Langport, not too right. far, like 10 minute walk, something like that. And it turns out that this party is, it's, they're a cult of people from London. It's called Whirly Fair, the party or festival. It's like a two or three day festival. And they basically think they're all fairies. It is literally that what? plain and simple. They think that they are fairies. Um, and they throw this party in Somerset. And all of them come down from different ends of the country and whatever. And they all come out and have a massive party. I've got most of them were definitely on acid. Like they were very, you know, they were sky high. So in summation, you've had a massive fuck one all around the county. And then you turn up to a free party up North yeah. Curry, where everyone thinks they're a fairy. No, it's. I think for the listeners, it's a very clear. A free party is very different to this. A free party, for anyone that doesn't know it, is usually a load of crusties that like drum and bass who go out into the middle of a field, put a load of speakers up, and they'll have a party and wait for the police to shut them down. Gareth looks so genuinely concerned with this. Oh, I hope it doesn't happen near me. <laughs> Actually, that's just. <laughs> No, that's reminded me of it something. Actually. Problems, I want to hear it. Gareth, I, I want to hear it. It's, it's it. not that much. It was like a few years ago. It's years ago, actually, probably about 2000 and before the 10. And it was um, and it was the hottest day of the year. And somebody had heard about a party. And I'm thinking it must have been in Somerset. It was around that area. And I just remember spending the hottest day of the year on A-Roads. And we ended up in a farm with a load of locals off their head. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was good fun, but it was just one of those shit parties that just just ended up in a, a massive local so field I mean, and it was like the whole day on the hottest day of the year in a car and i was just like yeah just ended up sitting on a hay bale with somebody i couldn't understand <laughs> that's, um, that's, that's what idea. And, and just everybody going what the fuck are you doing here because we had actually driven out there from london that day and then we were just sitting there and i Get just off. spent the whole night explaining Get on. Get on. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, and um, basically, I remember this. I've been there twice because it 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 magically, and I say magically because I believe I'm a fairy because I went to one of these fucking festivals. <laughs> is that it happens on my birthday week, sort of like similar between. So I can always make sure if I plan nothing for my birthday, I can go to Whirly Fair, and and yeah, speak to some absolutely mental people. Do you dress up? No, I didn't. Uh, well, the thing is, we broke in. We didn't even know that this festival was going on. So by the time that we actually thought we were going to go, we had to break in. A couple of mates knew the area quite well, but what we didn't realise is that there was electric fence literally every 200 metres from when you jump over this gate. And you probably had to walk about half a mile or something like that. So it's actually, it's quite a big festival. Yeah, it's all planned. It's not like a, it's it's not like an unplanned festival. It's all planned, done by the books and everything like that. Um, well, it's obviously done by the books, but they don't realise that they're all fucking trippy hippies, the people that go there. But um, it is. I mean, Christ, anyone that wants to go to Whirly Fair, you're, you're in for a treat. It is mental. The people, they're actually lovely people, but I just couldn't really comprehend what the fuck they were doing here. Like, <laughs> it was a bit of a strange one. But, but yeah, if, it, if I go back to my original point about it, is that that pub crawl, the one that I had with all my friends if nobody's ever done it if you're looking to become 18 21 or something you want something to do for your party or for your birthday get a minivan and go out to all the different pubs because it's amazing so on that how many people threw up that night can we have a um oh my god i couldn't even tell you how many people fit in the minibus staying on the floor can i just well the thing is the mini why wasn't chris there yeah, that too. I don't know. I was in London at yeah. the time. Somehow, I don't it was know. my first year of uni. Oh, yeah, you just weren't yeah. invited, Chris. <laughs> London before Somerset. 
bastard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was great. We ended up staying the night there, and we literally slept on the floor in this, like, unsealed tent. It was the worst night's sleep I've ever had An in An unsealed life. tent? Isn't that just a bit of fucking plastic sheeting and unsealed? Tent. I get yeah. What does that I mean, even it's like mean? Fairy, it's like a fairy gazebo, <laughs> isn't it? Like, <laughs> no, from JML, the unsealed tent. The unsealed tent. <laughs> the worst night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ended up staying there. Uh, the the funniest thing is that my other friend Will Mail, who Chris knows, I, Narlin might know him. He done well all night. He wasn't fair enough at all. He, you know, really held himself. And then as we were leaving, as we were saying bye to everyone, can you imagine, you know what it's like, the morning after a party, everyone sat by the fire trying to get a bit of heat, drinking a coffee or something. And he just froze up in front of everyone, absolutely everyone in the morning, at about 10 o'clock in the morning. Everyone's looking at him like, who the fucking hell is this? <laughs> and then, um... <laughs> Funny enough, I walked back to Langport and the black swan we were talking about earlier, um, they charged me £2 for a phone call so I could phone my mum to come and pick us up. Um, Good work. So, yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So we've had a great history. We've had our free pubs. So every guest, as the listeners know, we get them to put behind our bar their favourite drink and their favourite bar snack. We've mm. had Abba Ale, we've had Neck Oil, we've had Ski Shots, we've had uh, American beer, um, we've had crisp sandwiches, we've had scotch American eggs. Beer. Yeah, I can't remember. If you know it off the top of your head, Gareth, go ahead. But I... It was New England, wasn't it New England, New England Ale or something like yeah. that? Yeah. New England Pale Ale, yeah. Yeah. Nipa, yeah. Lovely beers. We've had scotch eggs, we've had all sorts. So, Josh, what, um, what food are you putting on our menu, my friend? I mean... It'll be ridiculous. I can't believe ne- that nobody has actually said this yet. It's got to be uh, Cheddar McCoy's. Ooh, Cheddar and Onion McCoy's. I like it. I like it. Oh, it's Cheddar a snack. Okay, okay. Cheddar Gareth's, Gareth's response not the drink, to that is one. It, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what's been happening here. <laughs> hello, hello, Barber. I'll have a pint of Cheddar <laughs> McCoy's, please. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, you could crunch them up and put them in a pint by the sound of it. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I've tried that before. It's not that. So cheddar and onion McCoy's is on the menu, um, and then what we're putting behind the bar, mate? Uh, It's got to be a baby Guinness, if anyone knows what a baby Guinness is. Is that the little shot? You've just just PK'd me and Nolan's interest, I think, sir. Yes. Um, So a baby Guinness is Tia Maria with Baileys. I've had one of these before. It's a good... And they are... They're fucking rocket yeah, fuel. They're delicious. They literally are rocket fuel. They're so good. Yeah. Um, they're brilliant. They're, they're really smooth. It's it's almost like having a nice stout, if anyone likes it, or a nice stout with... Um, it's a bit creamy. Something that I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, there is. It's really so creamy. So that's it. So really um, creamy, um, that sounded like your chat-up line, now. <laughs> really creamy. Creamy cream. <laughs> creamy cream. <laughs> You want a bit of creamy cream, madam? <laughs> Jesus That's fucking fun. I'm a bit lactose intolerant and it just doesn't go down too well. <laughs> creamy cream and then a shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lucky lady. <laughs> oh, wow. That is stunning. He's got a Ricky Gervais laugh, yeah. hasn't he? 
<laughs> right, so there we go. So our pubs, we've got um, the Rose and Crown Eli's making her second appearance on the top 40. <laughs> we've got um, the Cafe Kingfisher over in Holland, Amsterdam, just down with from Robin Van Persie. Owned by Robin Van Persie. And if you spend enough euros RBD. there, it'll give you free champagne. And then coming at number one for <laughs> coming at number one for Josh is the Sedge. Um, fun fact: Western's Island, home to the last battle fought on English soil. There you go. Get that in there. Home of Home of Scary home Mary. Of Scary well known well ghost. Joke. Yeah, very true. Nolan trivia night. Mean. <laughs> what does What does Scary Mary do? Scares you a lot of things. The myth is is that Scary Mary, her boyfriend was. Well, we we should explain this. This pub, Gareth, is so old. So. The battle was um, the the king at the time, Charles the Second, James the Second, sixteen eighty five. It says it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds. That rings a bell. He's they're having a rebellion, and the pub, as it stands to this day, is where the king stayed. So he stayed in the pub. Where the king was. He, he spent the night before he went fighting. Oh, sl- stayed. Yeah. Stayed. And then yeah. the church, which is next door to the pub, after the battle, all the rebels, all the West Country yokels, all got rounded up and stayed in the church so to this day if you go into some of the older pews you can still see stains from the limbs and the blood where they held the prisoners so of course rumor turns to myth turns to legend turns to drunkenness turns to this pub's definitely full of ghosts mate definitely king stayed here full of ghosts mate leads to scary mary and jmar can take it from there Nice. Yeah, well, uh, the thing is, is that Chris is very cynical about this, but he was there the night that I've had this, well, that we had this awful experience. One of our old school friends in primary school, their parents used to own the pub or rent it. So I remember we had like a, it was like a five or six person yeah. sleepover. We stayed up all night like watching King Kong. And, um... Wow. Yeah, that was it. So basically, um... I can't. I'm not going to go into too much depth about it, but there was a bathroom which was at the and, other and end. And just of to the clarify, we, we're, we're, we're talking um, so, primary school. We're talking uh, 11, 11, 10, 11 years old. Yeah. So we're not in the pub. We're in the yeah. sort of living area above the pub where the family live. So um, me and Chris has gone to the toilet, and I'm waiting behind him. And do you know one of the pull down lights? You know, like the mm. rope lights. You pull, and the light turns yeah. on. Uh, I pulled it. Light didn't turn on. So it was like, all right, no worries. Chris was going for a wee. I was there waiting. Um, and I was leant against the wall by this rope. And in the corner of my eye, the rope just went ka-ching. And the light turned no. on. It was, And there was no one near us at all. It was freaky as hell. And the only thing that I remember from it is that I was running away. And I turned around. And Chatham's was uh, bollock naked with his shorts by his ankle. Screaming like a little girl. Running down this hallway like, oh. And I, yeah, and later on that night, shit. we felt that somebody walked over us, all six of us, that we were in a line on the floor, and yeah. we felt like and, someone and, and the next day, when my parents picked me up, I, I remember saying, "Oh yeah, it's scary." Mary. And father turned to me and went, "Oh yeah, well, me and your mother weren't going to tell you about the ghost." <laughs> <laughs> and so, there you go. So make of that what Jesus. you will. Yeah, listeners, make your mind up, but it was it was terrifying. And I'm not talking about the ghost. I mean, seeing Chris naked with his shorts by his ankle. Yeah, that, that was fucking terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, I was oh, thinking if it's more scary. <laughs> I'm really... Weirdly, today, I was thinking how we've had no ghost stories. I used to work in a pub as a washer-upper that had a few ghosts. 
but I'll save it for a future occasion. Ooh, but I'm really glad yeah. that we've hit a ghost story. Get me back for a second time. I'd love to talk about yeah, ghosts. Ghosts are one podcast. of the best things about pubs. We'll do we'll yeah. do a Halloween oh, special coming up. Yeah. Halloween special. <laughs> Count me in. <laughs> Nice. Okay, well, there we go. So Eli's, uh, Cafe Kingfisher, The Sedgemore, and then behind our bar, we've got Baby Guinness and Cheddar and Onion McCoys. Uh, thanks, oh, Gareth oh. and Narlin, as always, and thank you to our guest, Josh Martin. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. We'll speak thanks to you again, guys. listeners. It's been fun. Take care, all. ta Thank you, Josh. Cheers. Thanks to Josh Martin for letting us know that Van Persie likes to work part-time in a bar in Amsterdam. Okay, and if you're from Somerset, which it appears people must be quite bored because we're getting a few of them from there, feel free to email us with your stories about violence towards your own mother and coming close to pissing yourself in Somerset um, at podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to tell your friends and all relevant farmyard animals to check us out next week. Join us for another episode of the Podcrawl Pubcast. (laughs) 